Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Aero Bandwidth. As usual, I'm your host, Tamor Rasik. With me, I have our Veeam Solutions Architect, Benjamin McGuire, and our distinguished guest has joined us again from Veeam, Kevin Scott Carafa. How are you, Kevin? Hey, good to hear from you. Great to be on here today. Thanks for having me again. Of course, you've always got a spot here, so anytime you want to join us, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Number four, we're at number four. Hey, you know what? We got one more to go in this awesome series, and... Uh, Little side note, uh, I noticed that we were the number one most listened to podcast on Arrow Bandwidth. Did you see that, Kevin? I did. Uh, pretty excited about it. You know, I, I sent it to a number of friends and obviously to a lot of partner architects and just uh, thrilled that people are listening and, you know, checking in and seeing what's new with Veeam and all these different areas of our business. Indeed. Special shout out and thank you to all of our listeners for helping us be number one. I feel very special for one, so thanks. Ben, <laughs> how are things going with you? How's the family? Everybody good? Oh, yeah, they're doing great. Um, you know, keeping us busy. They uh, they go to bed late. Once in a while, they won't sleep and then they'll wake up early. So it's, uh, it's always uh, keeping us on our toes, that's for sure. No doubt. It sounds like everything we do in the data center, right? Just trying to keep everything up and running and working the way it should be. And then <laughs> people are throwing wrenches in the gears, whether it's your kids or, you know, your server <laughs> going down or storage drives failing. But good thing there's always a uh, backup plan in place, or at least you try to, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. So on today's episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about um, cloud data protection and how using Veeam um, can definitely uh, help you back up your data to the cloud um, and with the choice of many different clouds. Today, we're just going to specifically uh, talk about how this relates to Microsoft Azure Cloud. Um, so Ben, do you want to kick us off? What are your thoughts about this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this particular topic we're going over today, you know, that Kevin's kind of going to drive the conversation around Azure, you know, public cloud in general. Um, I think there's just so much that Veeam has to offer, and that's kind of, you know, what we want to get Kevin's take on is is really the, the value that Veeam brings where uh, historically it had this huge value in the data center, but now that same value that was on-prem, physical or virtual, is now available in in any cloud flat platform and uh, we're going to highlight a lot of uh, azure's you know key capabilities and, and a lot of the, the value that's brought to azure by veeam uh, especially being able to for our partners to be able to drive consumption and added value to to any of their customers uh, that use azure being able to leverage veeam yeah kevin if you want to give us a little kind of overview you know of Seems like there's uh, some thinking around, you know, my data is in the cloud, it should be protected. Um, give us a little bit of your take on that. Thanks, Ben. So really, when we think about cloud, you think about, you know, whether you, uh, you know, if you have Microsoft and you're using OneDrive right now as a Microsoft, both the commercial user as well as business user, Traditionally, with data protection, take a step back for a second. If we're looking at protecting data, we put it on a, a drive, a backup drive. So you take that tape and you feel you're protected. Well, 
had a story that we talked about before, an endpoint where someone had backed up a bot and then restored it from 340 days ago to an active file system and got hit with ransomware. So my podcast series, very thankful for it here with Arrow and Veeam. And so I let my mom and dad listen to endpoint protection podcast we had on here. My mom is 77, my dad will be 77 on Friday. Very smart, intelligent people. And my dad was an illustrator. So talk about hand drawing vehicles for General Motors as a contractor for years. And he went about 30, 35 years without ever missing a day. So very dedicated, smart person. I let them listen to this. And this is what my dad said to me. He says, okay, so I, I heard the endpoint of, you know, my data's in, on tape, it's on a backup tape. He says, well, if my data's in my cloud, you know, it's cloud. He says, you know what that means to me? What that means to me, and I hear the Rolling Stones, 1967 LP, hey, you get off my cloud. How do I protect that cloud so no one else messes with it? And that's really where I got a big picture of this is not just uh, an average user that doesn't spend their time like all of us in IT. It's more about as a consumer out there, a customer working with a partner, how do I protect that cloud data? Because, you know, some of us have seen the pizza box where they show, you know, items, software as a service, infrastructure as a service, as you belong to a platform as a service. As you always, as you move left to right, software as a service, cloud protection is left up to the user, the customer. Microsoft's own pages of Azure tell you that the data is yours, you protect it. So yes, not only you want to protect it against someone disturbing that data when you bring it back, but what you want to bring back when you make it the active file system and put it in production, you want to make sure it's good and no one's messed with it. That's really cool, of course. Yep, you got to make sure it's good. So just total side note, I mean, just about backing stuff up to the cloud and like data and, um, how much data should you be putting in the cloud versus keeping on-prem? And, you know, forgive my ignorance in this realm as, you know, I kind of come from a networking background, but I've heard of things like, you know, hot data, cool data, cold data, different tiers. Um, does Veeam do all of them or just do you want to put your cold data on the cloud? And I, I know it's like a little bit of a sidetrack, but I, I just for my own personal information. So Veeam can be coined with the phrase that we came up with a three, two, one strategy, three copies of your data, two different media types, one offsite. We believe in one air gapped, whether it be offline or in the cloud. And so, and then zero errors that we verify that the data is actually good. So when I talk to partners, architects about how much they should keep in the cloud, we're talking about a full copy. And ideally with our cloud architecture that we have specifically in the cloud and as an example with Azure, we keep the metadata on site. You can actually take the golden image, which is the active full, take a full copy and copy it or move it into Azure consuming that space. So ideally in that space, I would keep a full copy there, the full backup that you can point to remembering that the egress and e ingress charge that goes back and forth between those charges, you can actually fire up Veeam in Azure and recover that data, have Veeam recover it from Azure itself. You don't have to copy it all back to start accessing the data. So that, that's a long way to answer your question, but I would believe in a full copy and you might as well get the full active copy that has been backed up. So the golden image. 
That's awesome. Yeah, because that was my concern was like those egress charges. I hear those things are a nightmare and it's a ton of money. So if you have to keep backing up and moving the data, that would be insane. But the fact that you can use Veeam to do it instead um, and replicate that data without moving it, it just seems like a no-brainer almost. It, it does make a lot of sense for our customer base and you know, talking about our competitors in this space, what they do an example with Azure, they have something called a cloud tax, which we'll get into a little bit more later. Mm -hmm. We talked through this, but almost all of them charge you just to put a copy in there per terabyte. One of them I saw a price list yesterday, which is current, $450 per wow. terabyte that they keep in there. That's just what they're charging, not to say what Azure's charging or Microsoft or the partner or anyone else. That's just what the data protection vendor charges. So then how does this tie into your Microsoft 365 backups then? I mean, that's a lot of backup as well, right? I mean, is it really necessary? So that's a, that's a really good question. So there, there's a function here that I want to talk about as we dive into Microsoft 365. So and I'll, I'll get back to its immutability. But let's talk about 365. And again, it's software as a service. So Microsoft 365, if you look at some of the growth, when we hit this world situation that we're in, Teams, which is their collaboration tool that does video, which we're using right now, 1,000% growth in videos. So they're up to 3 billion hours created monthly on Teams. And then the user base, they started at 12 million. You know, they're up, Microsoft 365 is 200 million users right now, expected to add another 100 million users. But the big question, I was at a conference and it was not a data protection conference. Matter of fact, it was a Microsoft centered conference. I was the only data protection vendor there. I did a 30 minute presentation and this is the story I told. When we drive up to a parking lot and parking garage, you know, in this world situation we're in, not everybody's parking in a parking garage like you would when you guys travel on airplanes. But when we pull up that parking garage, there's one thing we have to do before we can park our car, truck, van, whatever it is in that parking garage, there's something we have to do to great gain entry. You guys tip me off here? We have to grab a ticket. So I know what I do with my ticket. I put it in my driver's license, uh, my wallet and the slot there. My wife puts it in her purse. Some people put it in their, their car slot. They always know where that ticket goes. Anybody ever read the back of that ticket? If you haven't read the back of the ticket, the back of the ticket says that they're granting you by taking this ticket, the ability to park in their facility, but they're not responsible for fire, theft, damage to your car, anything around your car, in your car, your car itself. And this has been tested actually, it's a shared model. It's been tested in numerous occasions where parking garages have collapsed. Now the articles I looked up, thank God no one got hurt in any of those instances. In one instance, 81 cars were totaled because of that. All 81 people sued the parking garage. The parking garage won. Of course. It's a, model. it's a disclaimer. Yes. And, and that's actually a disclaimer. We can point you right to the Microsoft page that says it's your, your data. You own it. You protect it is the, actually the lines from Microsoft 365. So they're actually not backing up that data for you. There's a certain period of time in Microsoft 365 that is the wall. And the wall is about 140 days. 
at that time, they permanently delete the data. Because I thought it was like the five nines uptime thing in the cloud and your data would be available everywhere. And if one of their data centers burned down, you'd be safe. But I guess that doesn't hold true. So let's expand on that a little bit. So after I did that presentation, which I just walked you through the parking garage and took it in the shared model, mm -hmm. I had people come up to me and they're on their phone with their Microsoft rep. And they're saying to listen, listen, he, he's telling me that's, that's not true. And I said, well, what's not true? Says, well, they, you know, they have six, seven, eight, nines, and it's a very reliable infrastructure. I said, but they're not protecting your data past a certain point. And that's not archiving a litigation hold. Archive litigation hold is a, is a per user data protect me for long term based on something that's that's highly chargeable and not actually data protection. So in this space, they have high uptime for reliability, high uptime for infrastructure, but they're just replicating. Last time I checked, Microsoft had 19 core data centers around for Azure. So they're replicating your data. So how fast does that replicate? Pretty fast. So if you got a virus or malware or you deleted a file, someone asked me, it sounded ridiculous, but think about it for a second. They permanently deleted my file. So can I get that file back? Well, no. Common sense tells you that permanent deleted is permanent deleted. So that's actually what Microsoft's policy is. It makes a lot of sense. So quick questions. Since we're on the 365 uh, backup topic here, and um, I've heard something that you guys have quantified the cost of Azure with Veeam in conjunction with Arrow. Is that right? Yes. Can you tell me more about that a little bit? Is that possible? So as you look at that, data management right now is the fastest route to Azure customer ads and Azure consume revenue, their rates of 40% or higher. And right now, backup, archive, things like disaster recovery, they've reached their highest retention rate in two months. Right now, Veeam is a top performing ISV for CoSell. So looking at our partnership and what we're trying to do together as Aero and Veeam together with Microsoft, this is a golden opportunity and our largest channel and SI partners have practices established already in these workloads for application and infrastructure. Ah, very cool. Sounds good. Well, thank you for explaining that. Seems like a great opportunity for our partner community yet again. Absolutely. It's a high percentage of growth. If anyone looking at the current world situation, you know, cloud and Azure, especially as a hyperscaler is a great alternative to other locations in the hyperscaler space and just a great partner of Veeam and Arrow. Very cool, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate you clarifying. Sure. Hey Kevin, we wanted to uh, just briefly talk about, you know, backing up data in Azure. You know, the, what about the, the cloud tax? You know, I think we, we talked a little bit about the, the disclaimer and everything with, you know, if you go in a parking garage and stuff like that, but if you want to get in the parking garage, you also have to pay. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what's going on with, with Veeam plus Azure and. Sure, so you, you know, you talk about backing up data Azure. So Veeam, we created a actual backup to Azure product, a Veeam product. And think about it inside this puffy Azure cloud. So whenever you access Azure, any of our data protection competitors, 
they charge per terabyte some extra fees just for backing it up there. Now that's putting it there and just really establishing a gateway the competitors do. Then they charge per terabyte per restoring. That's not egress and ingress. That's what they charge every time you restore a terabyte or more of space. So uh, one of our competitors charges for all five options to do something with Azure once you put the data there that they're charging for you at the same time. So I, I mentioned nickel and diming. It's, it's more about tax, 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 tax. And I really believe that pay Caesar what is due Caesar. In this case with Veeam, you don't have to pay us, Veeam. You don't have to pay that tax to put data in Azure. Now, actually protecting the data in Azure, all clouds are not the same, especially in the hyperscaler space. So I uh, you know, relate this story to, I had an older BMW and I acquired some of these BMW M5 wheels and tires. And I thought they looked great on it. So I thought, well, it's a BMW, just like it would be a Chevrolet or anything else. You can just mix all the wheels and tires. Well, if anyone knows the M5 series, uh, really short, uh, just tread and overall height and wheels, very wide wheels. So I put this on this older seven series and it tore up the axle, it tore up the suspension, it tore up the inside. Now this would happen with any car manufacturer, but if you talk about this, it wasn't portable. These M5 wheels were not portable to put on the seven series. I needed the seven series. So what's the best way to integrate with Azure and protect that data? What about a product that is made and sold as an option inside of Azure Marketplace to be consumed? And that drives consumption. And it's a safe haven for a customer to put that data in. So you can consume Azure Cloud Storage really in three different ways. We have a, as always, Veeam, we offer a free product for 10 overall user accounts, Veeam Universal Licenses. You can bring your own, you can buy, so that 10 you'd buy from Marketplace, which are free the first 10. You can bring your own Veeam Universal Licenses or you can buy it from a partner, as example, through Arrow. That's awesome, what a great value. So, I mean, yeah, this has been quite inspiring. I learned quite, quite a bit about Veeam and its integration with Azure and all the different benefits that can come not only to the partner community who are servicing our uh, end user customers, but uh, of course, to the most important person in this whole chain, which is the end user customer and their data that's being protected, how it's being protected and how the joint alliance between Veeam and Azure can really offer that complete solution following that three, two, one rule you mentioned earlier. Um, so this has been a little bit eye-opening, again, especially for me, who has been outside of the data storage and backup realm, if you will. Uh, I do pretend uh, like I know more than I really do. So anytime uh, I have you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, educate me a little bit more on this and help increase my knowledge, uh, I'm very, very thankful. So um, at this point, I really don't have any more questions. Ben, is there anything else that you like to bring up or you know, ask Kevin what we have him here today. I think we covered uh, just about everything for this topic. I mean, really, it was you know letting our our partners and their and their customers know that um, the the total value that they get when they when they uh, leverage Azure. Uh, you know the you know the immutable backups, the 
you know, the different tiers that you can leverage, especially within Veeam, you can do direct restores to Azure straight from, from uh, the Veeam uh, console if you have on-prem workloads. So there's a lot of functionality and integration as, as a Veeam user that you have uh, as, a, as a consumer of Azure. Uh, and I've, I think we've covered all those topics really well. And uh, Kevin, I really appreciate your time today. And uh, thank you so much for uh, getting on the podcast. This has been great. Thanks for having me. You know, the, the, anytime we can tell a story together with Arrow and Veeam and with our partners and for our customers, there's many things that I find that we're aware of as a general community, but our customers and ultimately our partners necessarily are not. And so educating them in the field around the world to understand where Veeam fits with Arrow and Microsoft, in this case with Azure specifically, it's a win for everybody. So true. I couldn't have said it better myself. This is fantastic. Again, thank you so much for spending time with us and uh, you know building this awesome series, helping us take over the number one spot on Arrow bandwidth. And uh, we're looking forward to our next topic. Um, as always, if you guys ever need anything, you know who to reach out to. The Veeam alias is veeam at arrow.com. We're looking forward to engaging with you guys um, as needed. Uh, thanks again for listening. And this has been another episode of Arrow Bandwidth. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag Arrow Bandwidth. And we'll see you next week.